Hello and welcome to the latest Tractor Girls Talk podcast. My name's Katie Sandals. I'm the women's football columnist for the East Anglian Daily Times and the Ipswich Star. I'm joined, as per always, uh, by the photographer maestro himself, Ross Halls. How are you doing, Ross? I am very well, but also tired, but I've got a fresh trim. Um, fresh trim, so nice, I'm happy. Nice. So, yeah, happy job. Debuting it on the pod. Yeah, well, of course, if you're listening to this, you can't see it, um, but it's I'm happy with it, so... There we go. If you want to see it, check us out on YouTube. We're, you know, we're there. You can see our Hi. faces. Hi. <laughs> you yeah. can see my lovely collection of plants that need watering. Yes, I'm sorry, they do. Um, but yeah, well, we it's been a packed uh, week since we lasted our last podcast. Lots to talk about. Uh, lots of big games. Uh, town's been buzzing, really. It's, you know, three times a charm, Ross. Yeah, it's um, as I said last week in the last pod, it's just great that they're, they're up and running, playing games again, competitive games. And uh, yeah, three wins out of three, 10 goals scored, zero conceded. What a way to start tier three football for the Tractor Girls. And uh, yeah, I'm sure we'll talk about all the key points, but um, you know, it's just been fantastic. So we've got two games to talk uh, to talk about today since uh, since we last recorded. Uh, Town were at home back at the Gold Star for their first game of the, uh, first home game of the season against Crawley Wasps, and then they were headed away out to Kent uh, to play Gillingham uh, on Tuesday night. Uh, so yeah, let's start at Sunday then. Back uh, in front of a home crowd for the first time. Well, for the first time in a league game in goodness knows how long, Ross, it must have just been, you know, obviously had that pre-season game, but it must have just been nice to be home for a competitive fixture. Yes, uh, you know, it was just great to see fans back. It's been great to see fans back in general, you know, because I cover the men's team as well. And it's been amazing to see all the fans at Portman Road. But I always look forward to the Gold Star on a Sunday. And you see the familiar faces. I know a lot of the familiar faces listen to the pod. So hello. And uh, it's great to see them back at the Gold Star ground. They're, they're coming in their numbers. It was uh, the most fans at a ground at our, our level of the Football National League. I'm sure you've got the stats up there. 269 yeah. in attendance, but yeah, uh, breaking records as always. The town have always been known for their very good attendances and they, you know, in tier four, they were generally sort of above and beyond any of the other teams and they're continuing that this season. Like you say, 269, well ahead of anybody else uh, for Sunday's game. It's just great to see that, you know, not only are the team doing well, but they have got that support behind them locally. Um, and, you know, it really does make them stand out from other sides. And of course, you know, that the players, they love that as well. You know, players, you know, like anybody want to be playing in front of spectators. Um, and I'm, I'm sure that they appreciate that, you know, that they bring out the flags. Um, it just brings a bit of atmosphere to the game. And um, yeah, it was just great once again to have a competitive game at the Gold Star. And um, yeah, we had a very good game indeed. Not many goals, only the one. But um, a lot of chances. Yeah, absolutely. Because we said, obviously, um, if you listen back to the last uh, podcast, uh, it was a bit of a, a goal fest uh, against Townsley for that first game of the season. But it was kind of expected to be that way. They're, you know, uh, Hounslow sort of traditionally haven't been a stronger side. And, you know, if, if Town hadn't gone that many goals up to 6-0 in the end, you know, I think we'd have, we'd have worried slightly. Um, Crawley, of course, we said Town don't have the best kind of form against Crawley historically it's it's a tough side it was always going to be a tough game um quite evenly matched at points and like you say one goal in it from a uh, captain fantastic herself Blue Wilson I think Joe was saying after the game you know 
he thought he'd seen the goal of the season last week um, at Hounslow. Well, it's going to be a tough one. <laughs> it's going to be a tough one to call, Ross. Yeah, move aside, Luce O'Brien. Well done for your great goal. But Blue Wilson, step up. What a goal. Um, I didn't appreciate it as much as I did watching it back. I think when I was in person, I think once again, I wasn't paying attention too much. I looked up and I saw Blue and she, she you know, hit, hit home. Um, I was a little bit annoyed with her because she went and celebrated the wrong end. So she did a knee slide and I thought that would have been amazing on picture. But um, she went the other end. And um, it's a standard thing. I always say this on every podcast, on everything I do. I swear I just don't have any luck. They just run the opposite direction. But um, what a goal. Just a moment just to appreciate the quality of goal that was from Blue Wilson. She's a fantastic player. And, you know, for her, her first home game as captain as well, um, for her to go and score that goal. And I said that a previous podcast when I think she's going to score a few goals this season. Mm. And, um, well, she proves she can do that, running from half away yeah. through the pitch and um, great finish as well. Yeah, 25 yards out, absolutely nailed it. And that obviously proved to be the clincher in the end, uh, the only way to separate those two teams. Um, it was a difficult night for Blue, obviously. Uh, ecstasy and, and agony, and sadly, in the end. And we just do have to say, um, you know, a big shout-out to the, the Crawley captain who did, uh, you know, showed uh, true sportsmanship, helping Blue off the field after, after an injury there. Great to see, you know, obviously competitive game two very competitive sides you know wanting to get on in the league but yet there's still that moment for for humanity for sportsmanship um yeah it was a tough night for blue in the end wasn't it ross yeah it's uh you hate to see that happen to any player um but you know especially blue you know last year uh, pre-season she suffered an injury she missed it for opening games um, and then this season, you know, she's given the captain's armband, had a fantastic game against Hounslow, then scored that fantastic goal in the first half. And then second half, it was just one of those, it's just freak injuries, really. She was going into a tackle of a player and I actually captured it on my camera and, um, you know, her, you know, basically twisting. And, you know, you see that and you go, oh, no, this is not good. Um, and then, you know, she had got carried off, as you said, by the, the Crawley Wasp captain, our physio, Lauren. And um, just in everyone's mind, I'm sure in her mind, she just thought, no, just no. Um, and of course, she, a little beat behind the curtain sort of thing. She was saying to the bench and talking to the players, you know, because they were coming over to her and saying, she said, you know, I won't say what she said exactly, but she said, don't you lose this game. Um, and of course, they, they did her proud. They got the three points. Um, Crawley, fair play to them. They, they dug in deep, but we could have made it two or three. Um, but, you know, Crawley were able to to keep it just one nil, but um, we definitely deserved winners out out of the whole game as a whole. But um, yeah, the one sad thing was about Blue's injury. But good news, um, it's not as serious as we first thought because she got carried off on a stretcher. I always feel bad taking pictures of people when they're injured and on stretchers because mm. it's not the greatest sight. But it is just it just you know captures and pictures the the game because um, it's a big moment in the game and. Um, uh, I made sure to only use a picture that I thought was probably good in terms of how she was looking. But um, good news, though, it's not as serious as it was um, we first fought. And she was at the game on Tuesday night against Gillingham, uh, walking unaided. So fingers crossed it isn't as bad as we first thought because we thought it was a season ender. I think she probably thought that too, and we all thought that. But um, thankfully, um, it's not as serious as first thought. 
that's great news and obviously like you say you you know it, it's bad at any time to get some sort of, uh, some sort of season ending injury let alone you know third, you know second game into the season that's exactly the time you don't want to uh, to get anything like that but um, yeah great to hear that she's you know obviously on the mend um, we'll, we'll sort of keep you up to date with um, you know when she'll be likely to be back in the squad as it goes in the next few weeks um, so that was that was Sunday 1-0 three more points in the bag uh, and then Tuesday night we you got sent off to Kent Ross uh, for uh, Gillingham uh, third game another away game Um and uh, Town carried on their winning ways there. It was a 3-0 victory in the end. Um, yeah, a, a great night. Another great night away. Yeah. Um, another thing is clean sheets. You know, I think that sometimes can win leagues. It's just getting, keeping them clean sheet. Oh, that defence. I want to give a shout out to Paige Peak and Liv Smith. Um, their partnership currently is is fantastic. Um, it's definitely grown on me, you know, in, in the three games we've watched them um, and they've, they've been a fantastic partnership. Um, once again, I want to talk about this shenanigans before the game. Um, Pete behind the curtain, of course. Um, <laughs> we love like those Peaks behind the car- curtain, Ross. Definitely, you got to. Uh, I'm sure a lot of other people got stuck in the M25 because um, a lorry broke down and um, they decided not to open up any of the lanes, so we were stuck there for 10-15 minutes. I think the coach was very much far behind us, so I travelled with good old Kieran and um, Natasha Thomas and Massimo, the cameraman, and we were thinking, are we actually going to get to the game? Because no. uh, this is a standstill on M25, and of course the coach, I don't think, even was on the M25. So, um, But no, luckily we got there, and uh, Rochester United, standard non-league round. I've been, once again, I've been to worse, I'll say, um, but it, it, does, it did the job. Um, although there was no food after the game. Well, there was nibbles, but um, no food for me to consume. Yeah, so then, I was going to say, yeah. let's get into that then, Ross. Because the, on this podcast, we like to get Ross to uh, rate the away day foods. Um, he's had a mixture so far this season. Um, but yeah, no, no food for you to rate. No, um, I'll quickly just give a shout out to Goldstar. I won't be doing this every episode, but um, Goldstar had a, had a burger. Um, and then I also went to Wimpy. Do you remember Wimpy? They, that's yeah, still a thing. Felix is one, of, Felix one of the only places that still yeah. has a Wimpy. Yeah, <laughs> used yeah. to have one at home in Peterborough, but uh, yeah, there's there, there's one there's one still in Felix Day very randomly. So yeah, I probably m- not the most healthiest of um, dinners for me. I had a burger at the the stadium after the game, and then I went to Wimpy and had an all day breakfast. So um, but yeah, it was nice. But anyway, oh, on yeah. to Gillingham. Uh, at Rochester United um, I actually didn't consume any food while I was there because I think there was nibbles after the game but mm. um, I decided not to but we went and stopped off at services in Furrock and I had a meal deal um, standard meal deal from um, WH Smith mm. and, a, and a nice flapjack I bought two flapjacks and um, had the second one this afternoon So, How yeah. would you rate that meal deal and um, indeed the flapjack Ross? Seeing as you've got uh, nothing else to rate uh, you know, standard a five out of ten, but um, mm-hmm. but yeah, not. Hopefully, uh, we ain't, we ain't got to go to Rochester United again. Um, or <laughs> I understand it was a Tuesday night. I'm sure it is. You know, very late notice for them to sort out food, but uh, we'll, we'll see how we get on. I think the next away day is Chichester. I think on the fifth of September. I think that's the right one. Mm, I don't know. I may have got my facts wrong, wrong there, but don't <laughs> quote me. But anyway, move on to the game itself. Yeah, if you do have any suggestions, if you if you know any of the um, away uh, wayside uh, home get uh, if 
you know any of the uh, stadiums that the away games are going to be played at this uh, season and you have any particular kind of food uh, suggestions, things that Ross should try maybe, um, do do let us know on, on Twitter. We'll, you know, we'll repeat our handles at the end uh, as we usually do. But um, yeah, if you do have any suggestions anywhere that Ross should go after the game if the food's not particularly good, you know, uh, let us know. Let us know. Uh, and uh, we'll, we'll report back after the next away game. Um, but let's talk back to the. Let's get back to the pitch. Uh, you were talking about Paige Peak before. Of course, Paige Peaks uh, scored that first goal. It was a penalty. Um, now you've got in trouble. We're talking about Paige Peak and penalties. I, I believe we have a correction to make, Ross. Yeah, um, when I arrived at Rochester, um, Sarah Contrell, the new goalkeeper and body forward, were there. And um, yeah, Sarah pointed out she listened to the pod. So thanks, Sarah, if you listen to this Cheers, one. Sarah. Hello. <laughs> um, and yeah, she did a correction because on the previous episode, I said that I've never seen Paige Peak miss a penalty. Um, now, apparently she missed a penalty in training. Um, obviously, I wasn't there, but um, I'm sure Sarah is probably, you know, she, well, she must have saved it. So um, I'm sorry, Sarah, but uh, well, well, thankfully Paige scored reaction. in this game. Yeah, <laughs> thankfully. Yeah. So that first goal uh, of the game uh, belonged uh, to Paige Peak. Uh, fantastic penalty to call cool as you like as well. Cool as you like. She just steps just up Paige. and she just buries it. Just ah, oh, brilliant, brilliant. Just I just love that. Just she picks up the ball, puts it at the spot. She knows where she's going. Boom, no chance, goalkeeper. And um, yeah, it was definitely a penalty. By the way, um, there was no, you know, Ross of course the it. yeah, my verdict. It was a penalty. <laughs> No, fantastic. And uh, Town, of, the, of, of course, uh, made it uh, 3 million. so two further goals. Um, I know there was, there's been uh, a correction on the goal scorer for, mm-hmm. is it the second goal, I believe? I think it was initially yeah. given to Abby Lafayette, but after review, it's been given to Tash Thomas. So that's 102 uh, for Tash. Um, yeah, you know, she, she is going to keep on going throughout the season, Ross. Yeah, um, VAR had to get involved and the uh, <laughs> the panel had to decide. Basically, I think the angle probably Kieran was on, he probably couldn't see it and he probably just saw, you know, Laffey whip the ball in and she, he probably just didn't think anybody touched it and it went into the back of the net. But um, I've got a picture of the angle where you, you see her basically, it's not over the line yet and Tash is head of it. And um, of course, Tash travelled with, with me and Kieran and um, I showed her the picture and she went, that's my goal, isn't it? And, um, of course, we then had to watch it on the, the video as well. And, yep, Tash has got the goal. Um, I think even fans who were there as well, I think they they had the good angle as well where they can say, yep, Tash definitely headed that in. Mm. And, um, yeah, another goal for her to, to add to her collection. And, um, yeah, once again, I'm, I'm pleased with scoring from corners because I, that's one thing I was um, saying before the game. I went, oh, I want mm. us to score a corner this week. Um, from a corner uh, if you score a direct corner then brilliant but um, one good thing as well I, I think it was caught on camera I didn't hear it at the time but someone then told me after the game that um, Laffy pretty much said Paige Peak who because of course Paige Peak used to score from a direct corner and that's probably Laffy thought she did that as well but um, uh... unfortunately Tash got the touch but um, great corner though overall yeah and and of course three goals in three games for Tash um, this season what a way to start the season, uh, you know, reminiscent of uh, Arsenal's Miedema. Yes, those yes. sort of figures. Um, but yeah, and then that third goal were, uh, belonged to Sophie Peskett to round off the game for Town. Three uh, 0 strong, strong ending, and and a strong sign again, Ross. I think that the Town are really, you know, making waves in this new league. 
yeah, you know, if you were there, you probably couldn't believe that we hadn't, you know, scored more really in the first half. We could have been four or five nil up, but um, you know, fair play played the Gillingham. They they were defensively really really solid. We just kept hitting the post, and you know, they keep had made a good few saves. Um, Pesca, of course, um, in the Crawley game, she missed a one on one, but this time she made sure she wasn't going to do that again. She scored a one on one. Great little finish from her. And um little peek behind the um, curtain thing again for me. Um, I always, because I'm, I'm doing the graphics for Kieran, and, you know, when Tash scored the second goal, I was then you know, looking for my pictures and I took my card out to then, you know, put, put it on the graphic just to prepare it. And, of course, I looked up and went, oh, God, Pess is coming. And I was like thinking, she's definitely not going to miss this. So I put it, I quickly rushed and she scored it. So I missed her scoring and I missed her celebrating Aww. with Tash. But I got the other celebration, but I was like thinking... All the times I decided to change my card, they then go and score. Uh, so I have learned my lesson. This is I'm not going to bother anymore. I'm just going to wait until like the 89th minute, and I'm sure we'll be three 0 up or something. I'm not going to do it like when we just score the second because that is how quick it was. It was so quick. Basically, it was from kickoff. We then scored the third goal, and Pescat was you know in and goal one on one with the goalkeeper. Didn't muck about, scored it, and a uh, good goal. Why does it always happen to you? Uh, I'm just, yeah, I think sometimes I'm just silly with my timing. So I think I need to, um, you think I'll learn my lesson from, you know, all my years that I've been doing, you know, um, photography, you know, you just, this always happens and I should just learn, but I just don't because I just feel they're not going to score again that quickly. They'll be, yeah, I'm sure they won't, but they, they do. They always do. Well, there you go. Lesson learned for Ross there. If you do see him at a game and he's looking down and somebody happens, you know, one of the girls happens to be running up the pitch, looks set for goal, just shout at him, tell him, Ross, look up now, please. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. So if you are at a game and, you know, that does happen, give Ross a hand because uh, luck is clearly not on your side, my friend. No. And um, I want to quickly give some shout outs to a few players from both the games. Um, Laffy has been mentioned a few times. Unfortunately, she doesn't get her first goal of the season, but um, unbelievable performance on, on, on Tuesday night. She was fantastic all over the pitch. Um, so big shout out to her. Bonnie, Bonnie Hallward, of course, um, was captain in place yeah. for, for Blue. There was just moments in the game I just thought, wow, what a player. She just turned her defenders in circles and she's an oh, experienced she's been, player. Yeah. But yeah. What a signing for town this season she is. And she's really proving her worth. Um, and I can see why she was sort of handed that captaincy in, in Blue's absence. You know, she brings such experience to the game. Um, and yeah, just just a perfect choice for that, really. Yeah. And also um, a shout out to, you know, another young player coming through, Summer Hughes, who's played in the, the, the last two games. She, she came off the, she started for this game. She came off the bench in the Crawley game. And um, she's just electric. Um, she can play as a fullback, she can play as a winger. Um, just another great player coming through the youth ranks at the club you know joe knows his players and uh yeah we've got another star in the making with summer hughes great name by the way what a wonderful name i do some of the girls at town have fantastic names i remember i think we've said this in the podcast before but um when blue signed i know there was much excitement in the office that uh, i think the the phrase going around at the time was blues are blue yeah. um but yeah no absolutely um so i guess having looked back uh, we better look forward to town's next uh, league game. It's back at home, back at the Gold Star uh, against uh, another slightly sort of unknown force uh, in Cardiff City. Uh, they are the uh, top-ranking Welsh side uh, in any of the uh, English leagues. Um, 
quite a historic side, uh, sort of 45 years behind them. You know, um, they haven't had the best start to the season, um, but they'll obviously be making, uh, looking to make it ground uh, against Town Ross. Yeah, um, of course, a long trip for them. Um, you know, of course, we're gonna we're gonna we're gonna have to make that trip as well. But um, I think they're playing. We were looking beforehand before going live on this recording. We uh, looked at they're playing on Thursday night, and then they of course got to travel on Saturday. I think they're staying over, and they'll be playing on Sunday. But we've also had a big turnaround of games as well. We played Sunday, Tuesday, and then Sunday again. Um, but it's just the start of the season. You know, games come thick and fast. Um, and then, you know, f- unfortunately for them, they have got uh, a quick turnaround and they've got a trail to Suffolk. But um, this will be an interesting game because, yeah, we probably don't know much about them. I'm sure Joe's got his his information yeah, and stuff on them. on it, Ross, I'm sure. Yeah, yeah. Um, but, yeah, they've they're not had the best start, Cardiff, um, you know, t- two defeats out of the first two games. Of course, as of this recording, they've got to play Thursday, so we won't know um, until that game happens. But um, I'm sure Joe will keep an eye on it. And... Uh, and yeah, it'll be interesting. I said in previous pods that I've seen us play Cardiff before. I think this is probably five years ago. We played them yeah. in the in the League Cup or the FA Cup, and we lost six 0 at home. So um, we were sure we want to. Yeah, yeah, very, very different, different town side. So it's 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 practically yeah. Be interesting to see what point they're at. Um, obviously, having had such a bad start to the season compared to this very different and very high flying town team. Pretty much, and you know, I think there's, I think there's only maybe Linz and Tash who was part of that side. Mm-hmm. Um, now we've got a whole different, you know, fantastic players, and of course Joe's manager now. I think it was Ralph Pruden who was the manager then, and it was my oh, first wow. ever season. I think that was only my second ever game. Um, <laughs> I think the first game was one-one um, against Enfield, and then this was my second game watching them, and I thought, oh, maybe, maybe on the bad luck here, maybe I shouldn't, maybe I shouldn't come, but uh, thankfully I'm still here, and here we are. <laughs> Oh bless you, Ross. That's just so sad. Oh, luckily, I I, I, I'm laughing. I'm not sure if I'm laughing or crying because that's just so sad. But you know, look at how far they've come since then, and you've been by their side ever ever since. So you you are not a bad luck charm, Ross. No, 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 no. No, but yeah. So that's uh, that's where Tan are headed next. They're headed home for that game against Cardiff. I think one thing to mention as well for poor Cardiff. This is. Not only is it two games in such a tight turnaround, obviously like towns, there's two away games in such a tight turnaround. And, you know, neither of those are particularly short journeys for them. So um be interesting to see if that has any kind of effect um, on the players uh, in Sunday's game. Um, but like we always oh. say, um, you can go and head out and watch that game in person on Sunday. Um Tickets are free for true blue supporters. Yeah, I remember yeah. these. I remember these bits, Ross. Um, and then about five quid uh, for adults. So it's yeah. you know, it's less. It's less than your match day pint. Um, so go head down to the Gold Star if you've not been before, or you, you know you're a regular fan. Say hi to Ross. Uh, tell him to keep an eye out for those girls that he's going to miss. Um, yeah, it should should be an interesting one. Ross should be an interesting one. Yeah, it's um, you know bank holiday weekend as well, mm, so opportunity to you know have your do your weekend right, enjoy a trip to Felixstowe, watch the girls in action, um, hopefully see some more goals, and I um, also want to correct myself because in previous episode I said it's free for season ticket holders, but it isn't. Uh, a lot of people were correcting me at the game on Sunday saying, "Ross, you were wrong on the podcast," and I went, "Oh, I don't know." 
you know i get told things and i forget very easily but um you've you've yeah. you've corrected myself and uh, yeah. i apologize i'll yeah, make it's sure free, it's free for the yeah. true blue supporters five pound for adults yeah. um yeah so you know great day out for you know not a lot and you get to you get to see ross yeah yeah yeah, yeah. And, and, and the players of course and the players, <laughs> and the players. Good, good football, the good football. Players, but ross, ross is the bonus obviously yeah um but yeah so like you said uh that's the next game uh, against cardiff and then as ross uh, I fact-checked you, Ross, after those corrections. It is against Chichester away on the 5th of September, according uh, to the data we have. But, yeah, um, what a great start to the season. You know, the only way is keep going up, hopefully, Ross. Yeah, more goals, please. Um, and, yeah, keep winning. And, yeah, I think um, it's going to be an exciting season once again. Uh, a full season, hopefully. Um, yeah. You know, get rid of the everything that's been going on. It's just been, as I said at the start of the show, it's just fantastic that the girls can play football again, competitive football, fans can be at the game. And um, yeah, it's been a fantastic start. Can they make it four out of four? We'll wait and see on Sunday. That's the big question. Um, and hopefully they'll uh, inspire the uh, other, other half of the club to some victories as well, because we'd quite like that too. Um, yes. So you know, hopefully the the lads will see how well the girls are doing. I uh, quite like a bit of that uh, a bit of that three point action as well. Um, so yeah, fantastic. Um, so that's uh, that's everything we've got to chat about this week. Um, we'll be back after that Cardiff game. Um, in the meantime, you can always catch up with us on the social medias. Uh, I am at Katie Sandals, uh, Katie with a Y, Sandals with two L's, and Ross, you are at. Ross Media UK and of course Kings of Anglia on all the socials. Absolutely. We are a firm part of the KOA family and absolutely loving it. Um, shout out to you guys with your little uh, awards nod this week uh, from, the fun, uh, from the social awards. Do get voting for them as well, please. Um, yes. All the information for that, uh, find it on the KOA Twitter uh, as well. Best of luck. Thank you. Thank you. Oh, of course, we've been um, for the Archant Awards. We've been yeah, nominated we're as well. Yeah, we waiting for those. That'll be next month. Uh, you're not going. I'm going. Uh, I don't know what will happen. I hope it'll be good. Uh, well, if if you win, then uh, yeah. Or if, we, if we win, then you'll be doing the only, <laughs> you know, <laughs> the speech the basically. Yeah. So um, yeah, you guys have left me uh, the only one going. So I will report back. It's uh, at the time of recording, it's almost exactly a month away. So um, yeah, be interesting to see how we do there. So yeah, uh, although you can't vote for that, like I say, you can vote for the the social awards. Um, please do. Please give the boys all all the love uh, you can uh, on Twitter. And uh, yeah, we'll be back soon. Um, thanks, uh, thanks for listening. And yeah, goodbye. Goodbye. From true crime to football, Brexit to postal. For more great podcasts from Archon, head to audioboom.com slash channel slash Archon.
Oh,